Well, we're one year later, and it's become almost impossible to deny that the so-called conspiracy theories are actually true because it's all happening. So what happens when you're tired of fighting all the time for what you believe in? How do we actually then unite and heal our world? Well, I talk about that and so much more in this episode. So tune in and hear me talk about the impact that this planned pandemic is having on our kids. The importance of regulating your news and media consumption, especially right now. Why bullying people into change is never, ever the answer. The rollout of the jab passports and the difference between fighting for your freedom and taking a stand for your freedom, because there is a big difference. Now, if you are interested in diving deeper into these types of conversations, but you want to do so in a non-censored environment, please join my telegram group called the uprising. This is a group for leaders like us, for us to dive into real conversations, real and humane conversations about what's taking place in our world, as well as to come together to create solutions. So the link for that is rubyframon.com forward slash telegram. You can also just head to the show notes to grab the link there. And my new book, Potent Leadership, will be released this year. Um, make sure you get on the wait list. And I know the wait list has been going on and on and on and on. But with everything that's been happening, I just have been focusing my energy on the book when I am feeling 100%. So please be patient. It's coming. I promise you we're working on the book cover right now. So get on the waitlist, rubyframon.com forward slash book waitlist, or you can text hashtag book launch to 1781-336-0160. Now, if you want to connect via email and go old school, you can go to rubyframon forward slash or rubyframon.com forward slash connect. Um, you can also text me hashtag TTL to one seven eight one three three six zero one six zero. The first text message you get from me is automated, but once you enter your information, you will be texting with me directly. And finally, whether you're a loyal thought leader or a brand new listener, welcome to the show. Please take a moment to download two to three episodes and drop a rating and review on iTunes. All of the downloads, the ratings and the reviews, all of these things help me get this podcast out to more leaders around the world. Now, let's dive into a conversation where we go beyond the truth behind the conspiracies or the so-called conspiracies. Welcome to today's Thought Leader, where I'm challenging you to rise up, speak up and create a movement. I'm your host, Ruby Fremont, and I'm here as a catalyst for you, the new generation of thought leaders. I'm a kick-ass life coach, a bullshit detector, and courageous communicator. I'll show you how to gain visibility, build a cult following, and create impact while increasing your income. Join me every week as I dive into raw and real conversations that will help you amplify your presence, influence, and impact. It's time to unapologetically do what you're here to do and do it your way. So get ready, thought leaders, and let's make shit happen. Hey, thought leaders, and welcome to another episode of today's thought leader. So 
as uh, you know, if you listen to episode 213, I am navigating dark night of my soul, another iteration of it. If you haven't listened to that episode, I highly recommend listening to that first, just to give you a little bit of background of, of what I'm experiencing and also what I'm feeling in with the collective right now. So with that being said, I have really good days and then I have a lot of soul crushing days and today has felt like a soul crushing day and mostly because of what I'm witnessing in our external world. So this year, especially I have been hyper intentional with how much content I am consuming with how much media I am watching. And that, I don't mean mainstream media because I don't watch like Fox news. What I mean is just the, the amount of news through the sources that I trust. I've been very, very intentional with how much stuff I'm taking in because I, and I hate to say this, like, I know how this is all going to be played out. You know, the agenda is real. And up until this point, you know, one year into this pandemic, everything has been rolling out as promised, as per this agenda. I mean, you can go back and, and look at this. And so I know how this is going to roll out. And my highest self, my spirit knows that we're going to be okay However, we, humanity, our collective, our world, we're going to go through the depths of hell to get to where we need to be. And that's why I say, and I said this in episode 213, that our collective, that humanity, our world is going through <clears throat> its own version of Dark Night of the Soul. Um, so everything needs to be burned down. Everything needs to be destroyed. Everything needs to come back to the, the, the basic foundation. And when we talk about humanity in our collective, in our world, that foundation is the foundation that holds us all, which is the earth, Pachamama, Gaia. We literally have to be burned down to that place in order for us to rebuild and rebuild better in a healthier way. So because I know these things, both intellectually and psychic through, through my just psychic vibe, I, I don't feel a need to consume as much content. Like I don't feel like I need to always be in the know because I know, and I will create touch what I, what I call touch points. So I'll decide like, you know, this week I'm going to have a touch point with what's going on in the collective. And I'll start to engage more in different telegram groups. I'll start to read more articles. And those days or weeks can feel really heavy because even though I know this is what's happening in our world, it's another thing to actually read about it or see it and have that sink in. And, you know, you might be experiencing your own version of this, you know, like how much news is, is too much and how little is not enough. You know, it, it's like 
we sway from one end to the other. Well, I'm not going to watch the news or I'm not going to. And again, when I say news, I'm, I'm talking about whatever that is for you, not mainstream media. Okay. Um, but there's this, we swing from like, well, I need to be in the know. I need to know what's going on. I want to keep a touch point, a pulse on, on humanity right now. And I also need to do what I need to do to honor my mental health and my spiritual health and my emotional health. So this is also some of what I've been navigating. And I think a lot of, of you are navigating as well is like how much news is too much, how much is not enough. And I wish I had the answer to that. And it was like, oh, well, you need to be watching or listening to no more than one hour. Like, I wish I had an answer like that for you, but I don't. <clears throat> the only answer I have is you just have to continue to create those touch points with yourself. Where is your emotional well-being right now? Where is your mental well-being? Where, where are you at right now? How well do you feel? Do you have the capacity to hear more bad news? Do you have the capacity to see things, watch videos that may trigger you? And it's important to create those touch points with yourself because only you can create the boundaries between you and, and the amount of content that you're consuming and the type of content that you're consuming. Now, with that being said, there's some bizarre shit happening in our world. And again, this is all part of the agenda. And it's just one of those days where I'm like, enough is enough. You know, one of my best friend's son got sent home today for having a, a very mild dry cough. Like he coughed and he was sent home and said that he can't return until he has to stay at home for 10 days and he can't return earlier than that unless he gets a test. And my best friend and, and is very much like me and we don't believe in this test, but to send a child home, you know, uh, for having this mild cough that could most likely just be caused by wearing a mask all damn day at school, right? And then what's happening in Israel right now, which you may not know. So there are several countries right now who have already adopted and initiated the vaccine passports. So do you remember how last year me and several hundreds of thousands of other people who you labeled as conspiracy therapists or who were labeled as conspiracy theorists, conspiracy theorists were made fun of for talking about these vaccine passports, or we were accused of being like way off, or this is not what's happening. Well, friends, it's here. And the passports have been rolled out in several countries, Israel being one of them And Israel. What's happening right now is well, we can't see what's happening because they are also under a media ban. So you can't see what's happening, but through knowing people and, you know, we can still have conversations. There is a major divide happening in that country with those who have the passports and those who don't. And the ones who don't have a very limited amount of freedom. They're only allowed to go to certain grocery stores at certain times of the day to get their groceries and certain and, and however many times per month or per week. They're not allowed to go to, you know, any other places that the people with the passport 
are allowed to go to. And let's, so that's one thing, but let's like dive a layer deeper into the vaccine and how the vaccine companies and the CDC and the all knowing quote, the quote unquote all knowing Fauci, how everyone has been saying that these vaccines, one, do not prevent you from getting the virus, two, do not prevent transmission of the virus, and three, when you get the vaccine, you still have to wear a mask, social distance, yada, yada, yada. So we need a passport to prove that we've gotten this vaccine that does God knows what, that actually literally has death listed as a potential side effect where there are now thousands of cases of vaccine reactions. This isn't made up. You just have to search for it. It's there. And yet people are still begging to get poked and countries are initiating these passports. So if you still think this is because of a virus, then I invite you to widen your glance, to choose to see things from a different perspective so that you can actually see what's going on here. Because there is a lot of fucked up shit happening. A lot. Kids are being projected to environments where they cannot socialize. And socialization is part of who we are as human beings. We need to socialize. This isn't, this isn't like a, an extra fun thing that we get to do. We need to socialize. We are social creatures. We need to socialize in order to evolve intellectually and emotionally. Think of all these kids right now that are either not allowed to go to school or they're going to what I call bubble schools where they have to be socially distant from their friends, where they can't touch their friends, where they can't play with their friends directly, where they have to wear a mask every single damn day, where they can't even see their teacher's faces because their teacher's faces are covered by masks. Think about the repercussions that that's going to have on their mental well-being, on their mental and emotional development. We're going to see a generation of, of people who are suffering from deep PTSD, social anxiety, and a plethora of other things. And for what? For what? Now, something that I haven't shared, because quite frankly, I just, timing is everything, and I'll probably do another episode fully on this, but I have been sick with this thing that everyone is so scared of. I had it. And yes, I was sick for a good like 10 days and lost my sense of smell and taste for 
almost 14 full days, which I would will admit is extremely disturbing because it's not like I lost partial I, uh, senses. I lost everything. I couldn't smell anything. I could light a sage stick and stick it under my nose and I would smell nothing. So as disturbing as that was, I still don't think we need to shut down the world for it. I didn't have a fever yet. I had pretty much all the symptoms of a flu, you know, lethargy, feeling like my body weighed a thousand pounds, like really tired, exhausted, the throat, um, you know, it kind of went into my chest, uh, but I didn't have a fever. And I believe that that's because I have been doing everything in my power to honor my immune system as well as boost it through various supplements since this all started. So I've had it, my body fought it, I feel good. And I can assure you that this is like any other really, really bad cold or flu virus where if you have an, a compromised immune system or some underlying condition that this could definitely hit you in a really bad way, which it does. However, really bad colds and really bad flus do the same thing. I was at my chiropractor's office today and he's great. You know, we jam on a lot of the stuff and there was a, uh, a senior woman there who had just had her appointment before me. I mean, she must've been in her, I, I if I had to guess, I would say like eh, maybe early to mid eighties, like she, she was grandma. And she was there without a mask because it's March 10th at the time that I'm recording this. And as of March 10th in Texas, we no longer have to wear our masks. And she was sharing with uh, my Kyra's administrate assistant how, you know, she said, I'm so glad that you don't make us wear the masks here. And then she went on to say, because people are just being so mean about this. And so I jumped into the conversation and I was like, oh, interesting. I'd love to hear more. And she went on to share how she went to Whole Foods the other week without a mask because she has an exemption, um, a medical exemption. And that someone decided someone who worked at the store decided to follow her around the store while saying pretty mean things to her. And she said that that wasn't the first time that this has happened. And that this time, you know, a few other people started piping in gang mentality until another woman stepped up and started speaking up with her. And that kind of like diffused everything. And she had a medical exemption, like there, she was doing nothing wrong. It's, it's the shit like this that just makes my blood boil. There's so many people preaching about 
well, you know, do the elderly matter? It's killing the elderly. And you have an elderly woman walking around in Whole Foods without a mask on because one, she doesn't believe in it. And two, she has a real medical condition where she can't wear the mask. It makes it really hard for her to breathe. Like, this is who you say you're fighting for and yet you are bullying them in a store. It's fucked up. And there's so much of this self-righteous behavior popping up right now because the polarization is real. They have turned us against each other. You know, the maskers versus the non-maskers, the the people who believe in vaccines versus the anti-vaccines. And, and what I have been fighting for since all of this, since I started noticing the polarity is like, there's so much gray and we need to be in the gray. We need to be able to have conversations with each other. If this woman, if, if she, you, this person had asked her, you know, ma'am, why aren't you wearing a mask? And she said, I have a medical exemption. That should be the end of the fucking conversation, but it's not. And then you pr- proceed to follow her and taunt her throughout her shopping trip. She's like in her mid eighties. And that's just one example of the fucked up shit that's happening in our world. To be honest, like, and I think I shared this in episode 213. If I, if I did, then I'm repeating myself. If I didn't, cool. Like, I'm going through my own internal, like, dark night of the soul. And I'm because of, of um, just my psychic ability, I'm feeling so much of the dark night from the collective. And I took time offline because I was just like, I'm tired of seeing people being bullied. I'm tired of being bullied. I'm tired of witnessing the bullying behavior. I'm tired of it. And it's not just the people who are, it's not just the people you think it's like all of the spiritual elitists who claim to be super healthy. They have strong immune systems and they're non-maskers and, and they don't, you know, they believe in the agenda but they're also acting out in these self-righteous ways, putting down the people who do choose to wear a mask, putting down the people who do choose to get the vaccine. And let me tell you, as much as I am against this experimental vaccine, because it is an experimental vaccine, as much as I am against wearing a mask, as much as I am against all of these different things that are taking place in this world, I will not sit here and bully someone for thinking different because that is not productive, my friends. Take that rage that you have and channel it elsewhere. Channel it towards you just being the fullest expression, the fullest embodiment of the world that you want to see. Because trying to shove our ideas and our ideals down other people's throats is, is just as bad as, as their behavior. You need to see that. You cannot win a war by being just like your opponent. You can't do this. What the world needs now is living, breathing examples of what is possible. That doesn't mean don't fight. That means take a stand. There is a big fucking difference between fighting and taking a stand. It's like a peaceful protest versus a war. But even deeper, because what is being asked of us, the ones who are seeing through the veil, What is being asked of us is to be the living, breathing example of what is possible. 
so that our presence alone can speak our truth for us. Because all of this blaming, shaming, aggression, rage, triggered fucking behavior is digging us into a deeper hole and a wider divide. And I get it. Like I, I'm angry too. I'm frustrated. What you may not know is that my entire family is in Canada. And the last time I was there was December, 2019. And I stayed until January, 2020. I normally see my family two to three times a year minimum. And I have not seen them. And sure, I could have seen them at the beginning of this pandemic when things weren't as strict and I wish I had. And trust me, I beat myself up every day because of this. And now they've initiated the most fucked up regulations. And if you, and and this might be something you don't know either, because we're so, we get so fixated on what's happening just in our world, in our country, in our state, in our city, that we don't see what's happening in other places. So let me tell you what's happening in Canada right now. If you want to travel there, if I wanted to go to visit my family right from the airport, as soon as I land, I would be tested and I would be taken to a government facility, so a government hotel, to be locked up for three days, and they've removed the locks on all the hotel doors so that they can check up on you. They've removed the locks. So you would be staying in this government hotel a hotel that they've taken over and removed all the locks on the doors that you have to pay for, which they're saying is upwards of $2,000 Canadian, which is insane to me. And then you get tested again on day three upon release. And then from there, you have to go and to uh, somewhere else where you can be in isolation for 10 days, where they will call you and check up on you every day. And it cannot be, you know, some where other people are going to be. Otherwise they have to then undergo the isolation rules. And then you're tested again on day 10 and then you're just tracked and followed for the whole trip. So this is what's happening. And there have already been reports and you can look this up. This is real. I am not making this shit up of a few women who have been raped in these facilities because there's no locks on the doors. Now, you might be asking yourself, well, how can that happen? It's not that hard, people. One woman shared the story of how this guy was harassing her. And then he, when they got to the government facility, he asked if he can come into her room. She said no. And then he ended up barging in. So, and and these these cases are going to court, just so you know. Canada is fighting back hard right now. Um, But this is the type of shit that's happening. And another piece to the story that will add some more perspective on me is, and I think I've shared this before, is my mom has a compromised immune system. So I'm not coming from this, 
from a place where I lack compassion. Like my mom has a compromised immune system and she's always worn a mask during flu season when she's out, not all the, uh, everywhere all the time. And my parents think this, <laughs> all this stuff is bullshit too, because it's preventing them from seeing people that they love. There's a lot, there's a lot happening in our world. And I know that you're feeling it. And I know that you're deeply impacted by it as well. And we're all being impacted by this. And this isn't going away anytime soon for all of you saying, oh, in a couple of months when enough people are vaccinated, everything's going to go back to normal. There is no fucking normal to go back to. Okay. There's no normal. There never was, there never will be. There's no going back. That is not how our timelines work. We're always moving forward. What we're moving into is pretty damn scary, but what's beyond that is up to us. So I know that I, I went all over the map in this episode, but that's just like how I'm feeling. And I wanted to flow with that. And I think that a lot of you will resonate with this. And I want to also remind you that it's, it's healthy to let yourself feel the rage. It's healthy to let yourself feel the frustration, the sadness, the grief to mourn what is happening in our world. It, it's necessary. And if you are someone who has been fighting uh, on the front lines of this, someone who has been fighting on your social media, fighting all the time, and you're exhausted, take a break. Take a break from all the fighting because there's a lot of other people there out there doing this. And to everyone who is fighting, my invitation to you is instead of fighting all the fucking time, focusing your energy, channeling your energy on taking a stand, on being the living, breathing example of what is possible. You can speak up on things, but really channel your energy on being the example because we can yell at people all we want. There's no convincing that's going to happen. But what is really convincing, more convincing than words is seeing an example of what's possible. <sighs> so with all of that, being said, um, if these are the types of conversations that you want to dive into, um, and you also want to free, feel free to do so, then I invite you to share or to join my telegram group. I haven't been posting regularly. So if you're in there, um, just know that I own that, but it was really just cause I needed a break, but the telegram group is called the uprising and it's a group for leaders like us who are really looking to create solutions. So this isn't a group where we go in and we talk about, oh, look at this fucked up shit that's happening here. And look at this fucked up video. And look at this. It's not that. And I don't want it to be that. I want it to be a place where we share real vetted information. So if you're in there, it's your responsibility to vet the information that you share and to create a space for us to have open dialogue about solutions and to offer real support to each other. So to join that telegram group, just go to rubyframon.com forward slash telegram. 
And that'll lead you to the uprising. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here, for joining me for another episode of today's thought leader, where I'm challenging you to activate the leader within. Now, I know that I ask this of you every single episode and it gets really repetitive, but if you have not done this yet, or even if you have done this, please, please, please do it again. Download two to three episodes of the podcast on iTunes and drop a rating and review, and then share this podcast with a friend or two or 10. Help me get this podcast out to more leaders around the world. We need to be having real conversations with each other. And I I like to think that this podcast is a place where you can come for real authentic dialogue. So if you support me, please support the cause by downloading a few episodes and dropping a rating and review on iTunes. And then if you want to stay in touch with me on a more personal level, AKA text messaging, just text hashtag TTL to 1781-336-0160. And the first text message you're going to get is automated. You'll have to add your information to my phone book. But once you add your info to my phone book, I'll have the ability to text you and you'll be texting with me directly. So do that. And if you prefer email, just go to rubyframon.com forward slash connect and you can join my email community. And finally, the book is still coming, I promise you, but as I've shared, I've been riding some real fucking heavy waves and I don't like editing when I'm riding these waves. So the book is coming. Potent Leadership is coming. We're actually designing the cover right now and it's really fucking exciting. So if you're not on the wait list yet, get on the wait list, rubyframon.com forward slash book wait list. And finally, if you want to connect with me on social media, I'm still there, Instagram and Twitter at I am Ruby. And then of course, make sure you check back on Monday for a brand new episode of the podcast. As always, thank you so much for being here. I am so grateful for you. It, it means a lot to me that you continue to listen to this podcast and, and in doing so continue to support me and my leadership. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I'll see you back here next week. <laughs>